Welcome to Zikhu Daf Simon Member by Ram Goldar, and today we're Zechus Tainus Daf Dalad, the first parak Ma'amasai. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara brings statements about young rabbinical students. Rabbi said, "Hide some rabbanon damigul partzida to say kala." The cave in the navet navet. A young rabbinical student is like a seed beneath the earth. Once he sprouts, he sprouts. Rashi explains that once a seed breaks through the earth, it grows unimpeded. So too. Once the Talmud Chacham's name becomes known, he grows in prominence. Rava also said, When a young rabbinical student gets heated up, meaning he gets angry, it's the Torah that's causing him to get angry. As it says in the Pasuk, Is my word not like a fire, says Hashem? Where she explains it becomes more sensitive than others due to his Torah knowledge, and therefore we're high to judge him favorably. Ravina said, Nevertheless, a person should train himself to be calm, as the Pasuk says, and remove anger from your heart. Point number two, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani said in the name of Rabbi Yonasan, Three people asked in an improper way. Two were answered in a proper way, and one was answered in an improper way. Eliezer asked in an improper way when he dubbed for a wife for Yitzchak. He dubbed that whoever offered him and his camels to drink would be the wife of Yitzhak, complying Afil Chigeris, Afil Suma, that even a lame or blind girl would be suitable. Because Baruch Hu answered him in a proper way by sending him Rivka. Shaul asked in an improper way when he said that whoever killed Goliath would be offered his daughter in marriage. This left open the possibility for an Evid or a Mamzer. Because Baruch Hu answered him properly and Dove came his way. Yiftach Chagigadi made an improper oath to bring as a carbon the first thing that came through his door, leaving open the possibility for something tummy like a dog or a pig. Akush Baruch Hu answered him Shalokogan and his daughter was sent his way. More brings a source that Kush Baruch Hu did not want Yiftach to offer up his daughter. And pointing through the grass, what those in Gauls do who keep two days of Shemini at Sarah's when it comes to begin mentioning rain. Rav said, One starts mentioning rain in Musaf, and then stops mentioning it in the following Mincha, Marav and Shachris, and then goes back to mentioning it in Musaf on the ninth day. Shmuel said to those that told him what Rav had said, to go back to Rav and say to him, after you treated Shemini Atzeres as Kodesh, you tracked and treated as Chol by not mentioning rain on the same day at Mincha. Shmuel then said that one mentions rain at Musaf and then at Mincha and Shemini Atzeres and then refrains from mentioning rain at Marv and Shachris and then resumes mentioning it at Musaf on the second day of Yantav. Rav said, Once one begins mentioning rain, he doesn't stop. Rav Sheshit said the same thing. Rav eventually retracted his position and said that one does not stop mentioning it once he began. So once again, the three points are the Gemara brings statements about young rabbinical students. Rav said, A young rabbinical student is like a seed beneath the earth. Once he sprouts, he sprouts. Rashi explains that once the seed breaks through the earth, it grows unimpeded. So too, once the Talmud Chacham's name becomes known, he grows in prominence. Rav also said, When a young rabbinical student gets heated up, meaning he gets angry, it's the Torah that's causing him to get angry. As it says in the Pasuk, Is my word not like a fire, says Hashem? Rashi explains that he becomes more sensitive than others due to his Torah knowledge, and therefore we're high to judge him favorably. Ravina said, Nevertheless, a person should train himself to be calm, as the Pasuk says, and remove anger from your heart. Pointing to Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmani said in the name of Rav Yonah, three people ask in an improper way, two were answered in a proper way, and one was answered in an improper way. Eliezer asked in an improper way when he dubbed for a wife for Yitzchak. He dubbed that whoever offered him and his camels a drink would be the wife of Yitzchak, complying, that even a lame 
or blind girl would be suitable. Coach Baruch Hu answered him in a proper way by sending him Rivka. Shaul asked it in a proper way, and he said that whoever killed Galias would be offered his daughter in marriage. This left open the possibility for an Ebed or a Mamzer. Akash Baruch Hu answered him properly, and David came his way. Yiftach made an improper oath to bring as a carbon the first thing that came through his door, leaving open the possibility for something tummy like a dog or a pig. Akash Baruch Hu answered him Shalobahogan, and his daughter was sent his way. The more brings a source that Akash Baruch Hu did not want Yiftach to offer up his daughter. Important with his grass, what those in Gauls do who keep two days of Shemini at Sarah, when it comes to start mentioning rain. Rav said, Maskel b'musafim posit b'mincha arbitz v'shachris. The chodz b'musafim, one starts mentioning rain and musaf, and then stops mentioning it in the following mincha, marv and shachris, and then goes back to mentioning it in musaf of the ninth day. Shmuel said to those that told him what Rav had said, to go back to Rav and say to him, After you treat Shemini Atzeres as kodesh, you retract and treat it as chol by not mentioning rain on the same day in mincha. Shmuel then said that one mentions rain at musaf, and then at mincha and Shemini Atzeres, and then refrains from mentioning rain at Marv and Shachris, and then resumes mentioning it at Musaf on the second day of Yantav. Rav said, Once one begins mentioning rain, he doesn't stop. Rav Shesha said the same thing. Rav eventually retracted his position and said that one does not stop mentioning rain once he began. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Dav Dalad, and our standard Simmer is a door, a Dalad, a door. So here goes. The young rabbinical student who got angry when he got locked outside the shul door and improperly promised to serve the first person who would let him in could hear the diaspora minion begin to mention rain on the first day of Shemini Yitzharis, and knew from then on they wouldn't stop. So once again, it's a motion. The young rabbinical student who got angry when he got locked outside the shul door, door, that must be on Dav Dalit, Dalit, door. The young rabbinical student got angry when he got locked outside the shul door, which reminds us of Murphy's statements about young rabbinical students. Rav said, a young rabbinical student is like a seed beneath the earth. Once he sprouts, he sprouts, meaning once his name becomes known, he grows in prominence. He also said, When a young rabbinical student gets heated up, meaning he gets angry, it's the Torah that's causing him to get angry. So the young rabbinical student got angry when he got locked outside the shul door and improperly promised to serve the person who would let him in, which reminds us three people asked Shalok Hogan improperly and two were answered properly and one was answered improperly. Eliezer and Shalok asked improperly and were answered properly, whereas Yiftach answered improperly and was answered Shalok Hogan improperly when his daughter was sent his way. So the young rabbinical student got angry when he got locked outside the shul door and improperly promised to serve the first person who would let him in, could hear the diaspora minion begin to mention rain on the first day of Shemini Yitzharis, and knew from then on they wouldn't stop, which reminds us. The Gemara asks what those Gauls do who keep two days of Shemini Yitzharis when it comes to begin mentioning rain, and concludes that once one begins mentioning rain in the Musaf the first day, he doesn't stop. So once again. The young rabbinical student got angry when he got locked outside the shul door and improperly promised to serve the first person who would let him in, could hear the diaspora minion begin to mention rain on the first day of Shemini Yitzharis, and knew from then on they wouldn't stop. All right, now it's time for a four-ball bachazara. Daflamadalit, so the simmer Daflamadalit is a ladder. So here goes. The ball toke on the top of the ladder. Ladder? That must be more in Daflamadalit. The ball toke on the top of the ladder, blowing tekiah, trua tekiah, three times... Which reminds us that we learned that we must blow the combination of the Kia, Trua, Tekia three times, once for the Brachas of Malchus, once for Zichronos, and once for Shofras. We learned it from the three references to Truas in the Psukim, once by Yom Kippur of Yovel, and twice by Rosh Hashanah. And then we apply Gzer Shava of Shvi Shvi to learn that we blow three sets, which consist of nine blasts in all, Tekia, Trua, Tekia three times. So the Baal Tekia on the top of the ladder, blowing Tekia, Trua, Tekia three times, and the Baal Tekia standing below him, Boring three shvarims and a trua, 
between the tekiyos, which reminds us where Yabo instituted that we blow tekiyos shkoshe shvarim true tekiyos because he had a suffix that perhaps the true is made up of both a moaning and a sobbing sound. He therefore instituted doing a combination of both. And the Gemara suggests that one should also do the opposite and blow a tekiyah trua shoshashvarim tekiyah, since the trua might be made up of sobbing and then a moaning sound. The Gemara answers that normally when trouble happens to someone, he first moans and then he sobs. So the Baal on the top of the ladder blowing tekiyah trua tekiyah three times, and the Baal Tokeah standing below him blowing three shvarims and a trua between the tekiyos saw a man running in the distance who was thrilled he made it just in time to hear them, which reminds us that it was taught in a bright so mitzvah betokin yosemin mavarchin. It's a greater mitzvah to be with those of Boshover than with those who daven on Rosh Hashanah, which means that if a person lives near two cities, even if davening is a vadai, being that he'll be able to find ten people to daven with, and the shofar blowing is a suffix, being that they might have already blown the shofar and have gone home, one should go to the city where he has a possibility of hearing the shofar rather than to the one where he will certainly hear the davening. Daf Lamed Hay, so the summer Daf Lamed Hay is a children's choir singing la la la. So here goes. The Rosh Hashanah children's choir, children's choir, that must mean we're on Daf Lamed Hay. La la la. The Rosh Hashanah children's choir, who are going to accompany the Shul on Rosh Hashanah, when he exempted others from the complicated brachos, which reminds us that according to Yochanan, the Tana, meaning the Chachamim, that conceded from Gamaliel's opinion concerning Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur and Yobah, that the Shul Yitzibor can be mostly everyone, is Rabbi Meir. The Gemara clarifies that the difference between the Musaf Tefillos on these days and all the other Tefillos of the year are Mishim the Avshi Brachas because the Brachas are challenging to most people because they're long and unfamiliar. So the children's choir who are going to accompany the Shulat Sibon Rosh Hashanah when he exempted others from the complicated Brachos practice being Masada the Tefillos before davening, which reminds us, the Belazar said, A person should always organize his Tefillos in his mind and then only daven. This is in regard to Tefillos of Rosh Hashanah of Yom Kippur and Yovah and the other Yom Tovim, but regarding the weekday and Shabbos feels the entire year, it's not necessary since people are familiar with them. The more explains the reason that Rabbi Yehuda would always organize his feels in his mind before davening, even on a weekday, is that he would only daven once every 30 days when he completed his monthly review of learning. So the Rosh Hashanah Children's Choir are going to accompany the Shulat Tzibon Rosh Hashanah when he exempted others from the complicated brachos, practice being the side of the tefillos before davening, and had in mind the workers in the fields whose work forced them to miss the davening, which reminds us from Gamil would only exempt the people in the fields from davening, for he held that the Shulik Sibar is motzi them even if they're not in shul, because they're forced to miss the tefillahs due to work. Dav Beis, so the Simran Dav Beis is a bias, a house. So here goes. The powerful rainstorm beat down on the house. House, that must mean we're on Dav Beis, bias. The powerful rainstorm beat down on the house, which reminds us more as why the Mishnah says, When do we start mentioning the powers of rain, referring to Mashim Geshem, instead of simply saying, and answers, based on Tupsukim with Heker in it, connecting rain to creation, that just as creation was done with Hashem's power, so too rain is associated with power. So the powerful rainstorm beat down on the house where a person dubbing with all of his heart, having kavana of keys and shemaim, which reminds us that we learned that rain must be mentioned in the Shemona Esri with the Pasuk, Hashem avchem, to love Hashem your God and to serve Him with all your heart. Which service is done in the heart? This refers to tefillah. And immediately after that Pasuk, it's written, I'll provide rain for your land in its proper time, the early and late rains. So we see from the juxtaposition that rain is associated with tefillah. And related to this, Rabbi Yochanan said, There are three keys in the hands of Kodesh Baruch Hu, that were not given over to the Shalich. They are, 
מבטיח של גשמים, מבטיח של חיה, מבטיח של תחיאס אמייסים. The key of rain, the key of childbirth, and the key of תחיאס אמייסים. And in the West, they also say, מבטיח של פרנסה, also the key of פרנסה. So the powerful rainstorm beat down on the house, where a person dubbing with all of his heart having kavana of keys in Shemaim, while standing during the day next to his lulav. Which reminds me, because our base is ruling that we start to mention Gavurus Kishami on the first day of Sukkot from the mitzvah of Lul, which is done during the day, and not from Nisach Hamayim, which may be brought also at night. Daf Gimel, so the simon Daf Gimel is a gamal, a camel. So here goes. The men leading a caravan of camels. Camels, that must be more Daf Gimel. Gamal. The men leading a caravan of camels who do, where nothing was growing, which reminds us, there was Tana Brice of Betal Baruchos Luchim Luchacham Luchazke, with regard to dew and wind, the Chachamim did not require one to mention them by reciting, he makes it do fall and the wind blow. But if one wants to mention them, he may do so. We learn that dew is never withheld from the mice of Eliyahu and Achav during the drought. So the men leading a caravan of camels who do, where nothing was growing, who were blown by a windstorm to the four corners of the earth, which reminds us that we learn that winds are never withheld from the Pasuk that states, for I spread you abroad like the four winds of the heaven, says Hashem. So why did the Kishbarku say, Ka'arbo, like the four corners of the earth? This is coming to teach us that the Kishbarku is saying, Kishem she'ir shalom below ruchos, kach ir shalom below Yisrael. Kishem she'ir shalom below ruchos, kach ir shalom below Yisrael. Just as the world cannot exist without winds, so too cannot exist without Yisrael. So we see from here that the world cannot exist without winds. So the men leading a caravan of camels who do, where nothing was growing, who were blown by a windstorm to the four corners of the earth, were relieved when they saw sunshine after a rainfall and snow-capped mountains. Which reminds us that wind that appears after a rainfall or clouds that appear after rainfall or sunshine that appears after rainfall are all beneficial like the rain and snow is the equivalent of five rainfalls. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichur wishing you a great day and great learning.